Dunkin' is here to keep you running with a much-needed taste of normal. To work, home, or work from home. With the coffee you like, just the way you like it. Whether that's a small, hot black coffee, your daily 2 p.m. latte, or a bacon, egg, and cheese croissant and a medium iced coffee with oat milk, one sugar, two pumps of caramel, one pump hazelnut, a swirl of French vanilla, and a shot of espresso. I call it my p.m. pep rally. You should... Really try it. Whatever it is that gets you running, Dunkin's got you and always will. America runs on Dunkin. All right. Craig's in. Craig's here. Howdy. Hello. Hello, Craig. Hello, everybody. Uh, Everybody, welcome to uh, the Triple M Podcast, episode five. We're in five episodes now. Five episodes. Five episodes strong. Uh, and, uh, let's see, you can now find us on, we are, should be on Spotify. We are on Spreaker. We are on, uh, and a few other things. Castbox. Castbox. That's the one I use. (laughs) Good. Perfect. And then, um, kind of having some issues with iTunes. I don't know why, but. Damn it, Steve Jobs. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Come back from the grave. It's just a process of approving podcasts or applying to get approved. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Try to figure it out. But anyway, what do they care? Episode five. Take all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are they? What? Who knows? Who cares? I don't know. <laughs> um. All right, and uh, so I just got in my Belzebubs. Belzebubs. Beelzebubs. 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 There's no first. There's only one e in the beginning. Beelzebubs. Well, it's Beelzebubs. Beelzebubs. Yeah, if it was two E's, it would be Beelzebubs. But there's only one. It's B-E-L. Beelzebubs. I feel like they've had a missed opportunity. Yep. Missed out. Limited to 500 copies. Got the Blood Red or Blood Moon. Damn. Red. So yeah, got that's the, what I uh, just got in the mail. Oh, fresh out of the box. Fresh out of the box, still in plastic. You gonna unwrap that one? Um, <laughs> you are right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't Love know. One of five hundred. I think that these record companies and record companies. I know that all of you are listening to this podcast. Um, yeah. You should put the stickers on the um, the gatefold itself. Um, yeah, right. Instead of on the plastic on the outside, because then I have to manage the plastic on the outside because it's got the sticker. Man, I just opened the shit. Right. You know, like I got. I mean, I know it looks cool. I don't really care how many there are. I mean, there might be some that I remember because they are so limited. Like, uh, I just got Worm Witch this weekend. It's like black and red splatter, and it looks like a blood stain. But there's only 250 of those. So right. The lower the number, the more it sticks in my head. And I mean, I guess you can always just check out, um, what, Discogs or something else, and it will talk about, or it'll state, like, which record it is. Let me yeah. See I if- mean, I keep, I have to catch that up, too, but it does keep track of which editions you have. Right. So I guess it doesn't really matter, although most of the time, I mean, I listen to my uh, my player, but a lot of the time I'm just digital and I'm listening to Spotify or something. Yeah. I I get the good ones for my shelf because I don't have a whole lot of space. <laughs> right. Got to be picky. 
the digital though, man, I'll download anything. I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got tons of space. Let's see. Blood Red Moon. Yep. Okay. Blood Red Moon. Why do I keep on saying that? It's not Blood Red Moon. Blood, Blood Moon. Blood Moon. Blood Red Moon. <laughs> it's pretty. Oh uh, yeah. Got that in the mail. Uh, awaiting a few other ones. Uh, LPs that should be coming in the mail to add to my collection that I probably I might listen to. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Free to throw them on walk. that. Cr- throw them on that Crosley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do I got? The uh, the Audio Technica tec- Technica. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I got then, um, JVC. Oh yeah, but you were you were in the market for one, right? I was thinking about it. I think I'm just going to take the one I got up to a... There's a place in Gig Harbor in Washington that services stereo equipment. Gotcha. gotcha. But since mine's a direct drive already, it's pretty nice. I mean, granted, it's older. It doesn't have the USB drive option, but, I mean, I can download most stuff anyway. So. Right. Yeah, I mean, I I have the USB option, and I never use it. So Yeah, see, like, why spend another... Like two hundred bucks on something when I can just get mine fixed up. Troop, troop. It's a trooper. <clears throat> and then uh, earlier today, I were, we were talking about Panopticon, mm-hmm. and I ended up buying um, the Scars of Man Part One and Part Two. Nice, because apparently the, they had a little blurb in it about why or it should be enjoyed as a set. Yeah. Why? They're giving people the option to split them up, which, I mean, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I got them both. Like, I found a part two, I think, at my record store Mm -hmm. back when I got it, like, last year or whatever it was. But I found that one, and I dug it, and I knew part one was out there, but I could never find it, so I ended up having to order it. But I got them both. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just just went to the website. Yeah, I mean, the... (laughs) The merch site on Panopticon's page is pretty, they're really quick. I think I've ordered a couple patches, a record, and a t-shirt off of there, and it always shows up really quick. Mm-hmm. The guy's pretty cool. Makes yeah. some good music. And where are they out of? Oh, man. I'm going to have to look this. Where's as, Craig? As, yeah. Craig, pull that up. <laughs> I mean, what did you like, talk about, Panopticon? I thought that you would have known. I know. I'm dropping the ball man but like i have one of those neato apps where it tells me all this shit (laughs) they're from louisville kentucky hey origin united states louisville kentucky early minnesota you gotta say louisville louisville and minnesota like you gotta yeah minnesota and like you got a mouthful of marbles ah shit we just Ooh. alienated. We alienated <laughs> half. <laughs> I didn't think that was very fucking funny. I'm pretty sure that's how they're t- they tell you to say it. <laughs> that's like you go down to New Orleans and you say that. And they're like, what the hell yeah. are you talking about? Yeah, they know you're not from around. Oh, hell no. <laughs> you're just there for the food and the yeah. beads, probably. Oh, yeah. Food, booze. I always <laughs> wanted to go on one of those... Uh, you know, funeral processions they have like in that one uh, James Bond movie. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure that they ha- that happens like, all the time. Oh, just constant. I mean, yeah. 
<laughs> like, oh, metal. Yeah, that'd be pretty metal. They had funeral processions like that just all the time. Yeah. I wonder who you got to be. Yeah, man. I don't know. Maybe they just yeah, feel like, like having a parade and like, hey, he died. Yeah, he died. All right, we're going to celebrate his, you know, his life and death uh, while we're having the parade. In every procession, there has to be somebody that was like, yeah, but he was kind of an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> we're parading this guy? Fuck. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, Panopticon, pretty good. I was listening to that one. Uh, it came out of my the mix that I was listening to at the gym, and um, then I had to listen to the the whole album. Yeah. I think that was one of the only metal bands I found that you hadn't heard of. I, I think I had heard of them. I just yeah. never listened to them. Cause I found it like just in the bin at my record store and I was like, that looks interesting. And the guy was like, yeah, like somebody said it has like folk mixed with black metal. I was like, Whoa, got yeah, like, this. Got to need that. Gonna yeah. have to add that. Yeah. And the, the guy's name is Austin Lund in the band. I think he does. He records most of it himself, but, um, we tour okay. the band and everything. So super talented. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I enjoy it. That was actually one of the harder patches for me to get because I got a a rune style Panopticon patch, but I wanted their old school logo. I had to like keep a hunting down on their merch site just in waiting until they posted some new ones. <laughs> yeah, took a while. Uh, what else have you been listening to? You find anything else new? Oh yeah, I got um, Vukeri. A band or the band's name is Vicari. The album is Avum, A E V U M. Okay, it's a Cascadian black metal. And they're out of Chicago, but oh uh, yeah, good old Cascadia. Oh yeah, I loves me some of that. I mean, it's kind of the artwork on that thing reminded me of Bell, which is a Mirror Reaper, but I don't think it's the same artist. I couldn't find the credit, so it might be. So I don't know. But mm, the artwork okay. was pretty cool, and uh, music is super good. Like it's a really solid album. Found is that it, on Bandcamp. Is it similar in style to like the other Cascadian black metal? Somewhat. Like, uh, it's hard to differentiate some of them sometimes. But they're like you can definitely tell when you listen to it. It's got its own kind of tone to it, and they have a right, right, pretty good okay. riffs, and the drum work is incredible. All right, that's cool. That's right on. Yeah, worth checking out. And yeah, and you uh, you found out Bandcamp. Yeah, okay. I was surfing the old metal page, saw that cover. I was like, oh, listen to these guys. And I'm like, oh shit, they're good. Yeah. Same. What was, uh, the, what was the name of the band one more time? Vukari. Vukari. V u k a r i. Okay. Got but, it. For for some listeners trying yeah. to keep up. We do have to throw a post out with a bunch of band camp links. Yeah. So that's one of the things that we're going to start doing um, for the one or two listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to try and start um, posting to the Instagram when we do a show and uh, have like the actual uh, bands that we covered or albums. And then um, I don't know. Movies probably will be in there. I don't think movies are going to be as hard to find as nah. Like you got to know the title obscure bands that we cover. So, well, I think it comes to like the big ones, like Tool. If you can't find that, dude, I can't help you. Right. Yeah. But as yeah. for movies, like, dude, it's like on streaming everything. 
Exactly. But these little guys, you kind of need to throw their links out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, unless we go into like some crazy art house film that's got, you know, I mean, five I could, DVDs only released or something. I could do that. Yeah, we could. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to be able to talk about it. So that's going to be all you. It's going to be, it's going to be you. Ooh, sloth show. <laughs> yeah, sloth show. <laughs> and it'll just be like, oh, wow, that's nice. Yeah, I got a good shelf full of Criterion movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, uh, so, okay. Uh, what else, what else you got? What else you got? Uh, Devil's Witches. Devil's Witches? Yeah. It's uh, kind of doomy. Is it's it plural, plural devils and plural witches? Yeah, devils, witches. The album I found was called Suck My Hex. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's got like a couple songs on that album were called Love is Doom, A Fistful of Napalm, and Ghost Perfect. Smoker. So I was like, yeah, this is fucking some kick-ass doom metal. Dig it. But Dig I think it. they're out of the UK, so they really hip on that you know, Black yeah. Sabbath vibe. <laughs> nice. Um, is it... So, yeah, it's more Black Sabbath-y doom, not like funeral doom? Yeah, it's it's definitely kind of leaning more towards uh, Electric Wizard. Okay, that's cool. But I dug it, and that kind of has like the album covers are all kind of retro looking. So they're neat. I'm digging into more of their stuff lately. I think the only other big one I want to mention is Sun O's coming out with a new album called Pyroclast. Oh, right. So I down I we, pre-ordered that guy. I think we both pre-ordered that album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You only have one song I haven't song even out. listened to a whole lot of uh, Sun O. Oh, man. I, yeah. I know. Like, I've I heard of him. And then, like, I knew if I started listening, I was just going to dive in. So, yeah. yeah. It's been a really, that's fun. <laughs> aren't they, aren't they touring soon? Yeah, they are on tour currently. I missed them okay. when they played in Seattle because I was working. Oh, that's but, right. It was like shit. But they are a local band, so I'll probably have a chance to catch them sooner or later. Uh, Hopefully yeah. I get to see them in Bellwitch eventually because they're both. You might just run into them at the cult bar. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I so Actually, uh, yeah, um, they had a flag at the Kvilt bar with a meadery. Uh-huh. And I said uh, I noticed it because it was that same Bellwitch album that I sent you. Mm-hmm. But they're like, yeah, the guys gave it to us when they knew like we were into metal and stuff. So they came in. That was Bellwitch, though, not Sunno, but they uh, gave them a flag. Of their album cover. That's cool. Yeah. Right on. Uh, and I should mention, if you're into black metal and you live in the Seattle, Tacoma area, it's the Cavalt Meadery, KVLT there in Tacoma. It's pretty, like, the Mead's fantastic. Yeah. And it's got a black metal vibe. Right. And they're doing a Mead. Did you say that they do a Mead of the month? Um, I think it's just a Mead club. Like, they'll mead have club. a... Yeah, like he's gonna have a new Mead uh, release party in December. Oh, okay. I'm gonna Maybe probably like go to that Mead of the Quarter Club. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> he makes it all on site, so I can understand how he's not just cranking them out. Yeah, it's like one dude. <laughs> right. Yeah, a little bit of a slower process than some of the other uh, larger breweries or distilleries, I guess. Yeah, kind of, but I mean, it's super good, and the people that work there are super nice, so. Cool. 
and it's checking out. Uh, you posted what one or two photos of the spot um, yeah. to the to our Instagram Triple M Podcast, and uh, so it's got like the cool designs that like there's what band logos all over the table, random things yeah. like that. It's like a bunch of black metal live pictures and such. Very cool. Very cool. It's like Let's right see. up our alley. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then so it opened what like a year and a half ago. Yeah, like February 2018 or something like that. But they're right. still pretty new. But I mean, yeah, I joined, the, I tasted their mead, then joined their club. <laughs> right on. Yeah, because you had asked about it. You're like, oh man, why haven't we gone to this place? And then I was like, why haven't I ever heard of this place? Yeah. Oh, it's because it opened long after I had left. Yeah. Well. Once you get your ass back out here, we can go. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. That's Um, the only good reason. It's the only reason. (laughs) Yeah, that's the only reason I need to go back. Nothing else (laughs) ever. Um, So I've been digging on a uh, kind of an atmospheric uh, black metal band called Antigon's Fate. Um, They are out of Germany. Oh, no shit. Um, But yeah, they kind of got like a. There's some clean vocals in there, some nice actual like clean singing vocals, um, and then kind of just that atmospheric black metal vibe. Um, and looking them up, they said that they're depressive black metal, so I guess that works for me. That fits <laughs> in my niche. Uh, hey. But um, yeah, so I was digging on them. They're, they've got a band camp. Check them out, Antigon's Fate. Um, I uh, I don't think they have any vinyl available right now, but I just went ahead and you know. Uh, grab their album on Bandcamp. Super good. Um, and then uh, KMFDM. I think that we talked about them last episode, but KMFDM has come out with, or they're coming out with a new album. Um, and I was digging on that for a little bit, and then I kind of went down the rabbit hole of looking up old KMFDM albums. <laughs> um, and that brought me to. Uh, I think my first introduction to them was the Mortal Kombat soundtrack. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and so I had to go through, I sat and listened to basically the whole soundtrack. And man, there are so many good songs on that album. Um, if you were to like, if some, I, if you had some executive come up to a, um, you know, a record company or like a, a movie producer and like, all right, cool. Uh, we've got this video game um, and we're going to put a soundtrack to it. And the soundtrack is going to have uh, Gravity Kills, KMFDM, some Fear Factory, S- Sister Machine Gun, <laughs> and Typo Negative. Also, <laughs> uh, some Napalm Death. <laughs> Could you imagine that succeeding today? No, no way, no. <laughs> That uh, it's crazy. Wow, uh, that like flew past him even then. Though. <laughs> like, yeah, whatever, oh, yeah. man. Like, go ahead. Well, I'm pretty sure like <laughs> video game, I, video game movies. I think were kind of like in their infancy. Oh, good. Um, yeah. You know, and then I, I so they're probably like you could have probably put anything on that album, and they'd be like, yeah, whatever. Nobody's gonna watch this or pay attention to it. You know, just doing it for kids. Didn't the uh, Mario Brothers movie come out before that? So that's probably why they're just like, yeah, fucking whatever. <laughs> um, it might have. I think uh, Mortal Kombat came out in 95. Yeah, 95. 
I can't then, remember. Now I'm gonna have to look it up. Craig, 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 pull that up. Uh, Ninety-three. So two yeah. years. Yeah. So yeah, they probably had that track record to deal with, and they're like, "Yeah, we can do what we want because they're expecting it to bomb." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I said, people were like nobody's gonna pay attention to this. Um, yeah. Spawned a million it? memes. <laughs> yes. uh, wait what <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mortal Kombat you know Mortal Kombat so, theme song um, <laughs> no, uh, yeah so Super Mario Brothers soundtrack from the movie good, good has uh, rock set <laughs> okay alright um, and then George Clinton um, oh. who also did the soundtrack for the actual theme song for Mortal Kombat. Okay. Oh, <laughs> um, and then it's got Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Oh, of course. Why not? Extreme. <laughs> which, uh, didn't they do, what did they do? They did more than words, right? Oh, God. Yeah, I was going to say that was them. Oh, I can't right. believe I got that right. Yeah, they did more than words, but it's not more than words. It's where are you going, which I don't think anybody remembers. Yeah. Um, Then it's got some Joe Satriani, Megadeth, and Queen on the album. Jesus. So that ran the gamut of (laughs) what? (laughs) We're just a little of everything. (laughs) Yeah, just a little little quick sprinkle. Joe Satriani, uh, some Speed of Light, uh, Megadeth. Breakpoint and then Queen with Tie Your Mother Down. Good lord. So I guess nobody cared about that soundtrack either. No. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Had some wild soundtracks back then, I guess. I guess. Uh I mean th- these <laughs> days, you know, everything's so polished and produced, I think. Like they probably comb over all of the different songs that go on soundtracks now. Yeah. Yeah, they're really uh streamlined. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe in like another twenty years, we'll look back and be like, "Who? What were they thinking?" Right? Oh man! Um, that'll be our like hundredth pod. <laughs> a reflection. <laughs> Movie soundtracks. A reflection. It was yes, devolving into cranky old men. <laughs> Just hating that already. <laughs> These movies aren't the same. Yeah. Who would have? I don't even know. I can't even come up with a good. Way to back, back in my day, we actually went to theaters. <laughs> now it's just beamed into your head. You got you <laughs> folks don't know kids these days. Eleven dollars a ticket, I tell you. <laughs> Those are the days. <laughs> had recliner seats. <laughs> yeah, and you had threats like, "Oh, we're shooting this movie theater because Joker had a gun." Oh my god! <laughs> uh, so that was all over the news that oh. there were threats and stuff. I haven't uh, seen any uh, there wasn't actual so. interactions. I did read one where I guess a guy got super fucking drunk while he was watching the movie. <laughs> that had to be a miserable. <laughs> yeah, and then he got like really, really belligerent. And um, so uh, a little bit of a spoiler. Joker yeah. shoots a guy. Yeah. But when he shoots the guy, this dude started clapping and cheering and did not stop. <laughs> for like a minute or two and like yeah. the rest of the audience is like hey shut up and he just kept getting louder and they finally had to get him removed oh my uh, god 
Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess if that was a, you know, as bad as it got, cool. Nobody got shot. Wonderful. Good lord. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think there was any other um, shoot up, shoot up the theater type things going on. Yeah. I mean, that's the wrong threat to make for millennials. Like, oh, you get to go see a movie you wanted to watch and you get to die. Like, fuck yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where's like suicide jokes like the thing anymore? I think we're on to gooses now. Gooses. Well, yeah, there's that. You the geese. goose game. Geese. Goose that just mess, shows up everywhere. Yeah, I've seen a lot of geese lately. <laughs> I was just watching um, one of the video game review site or videos, and they were talking about uh, the goose, and the goose who kept on showing up in the other video games and stealing things. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You mess with uh, the bunk, you get the bunk. <laughs> and then uh we got of course uh you saw joker i saw joker what are your thoughts should we have a beer break or should we just oh. get into this yeah no uh yeah beer break beer break beer would break. be good we'll be back in two minutes oh and uh since we're like on podcast now like actual mm-hmm. like uh we're out in in the world in the podcastosphere uh we're putting out um advertisers i don't know who is advertising but hopefully they're good so i think this is going to be the time that we actually we're going to take a little moment of silence to go grab beers or drinks the advertisers are going to come on so if you hear it uh you know we're getting like two or three cents every 20 podcasts so (laughs) oh yep and we're splitting that splitting that up with uh us uh, and craig apparently craig craig has voiced concern about getting paid um, yeah, well, you know, once he starts yeah. doing his job, we'll pay him. Yeah, yeah, so definitely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll be right back. From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Yo, bye. All right. And I'm back. And I'm back. And I'm back. What are uh, what are you drinking, sir? I got some of my KVLT mead. I just finishing up that, and I grabbed a Stone Brewery Fear Movie Lions. I don't know what that means, but you know we're talking about movies. <laughs> yeah, hey, that works. That fits in. Did you specifically ask for them? Like, hey, can you name this about movies? And like, yeah. <laughs> Gotta say, in the glass, it's pulpy looking. <laughs> Pulpy. Pulpy beer. If, uh, I get vi- if I get violently ill in the middle of this, just, you know, sorry. <laughs> yep. I'll have Craig call somebody. Uh, let's see. And uh, because I have to work soon. Ooh. A, yep. For work podcast. I am just drinking some uh, coconut water. <laughs> Hydro homies. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. It's actually yeah. not bad. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. I'm going to be super controversial here. I don't really like coconuts. What? I know I'm crazy, right? I mean, coconuts. Yeah, you know. I don't know. Yeah. I like a blandish yeah. flavor. The water's not bad, though. I know yeah. people that don't like the coconut water. I don't think I've actually tried the coconut water. I just know I don't like like uh, coconut on cookies, that kind of stuff. Mm. Not mm. a fan. Maybe I'll try the water and tell you how to go. You gotta there. get like the good water. There's some water that's just trash, and mm. none of them come to mind. Because <laughs> I never They're forget Because well, I see them and I'm like, "Yep, that's trash. I'm not getting that one again." Fucking garbage. <clears throat> yeah, and then there's the ones that are like in the the taller cans. They're pretty good. Uh, maybe I'll just yep. buy a coconut and you know chop that bitch in two. Yeah, just squeeze it. <laughs> squeeze it and just like you're milking it. There's gentle squeezing motions. Yeah. All right. Holy shit, that's IPA. Oh yeah. It's a double IPA. Like a good twice IPA. Hoppy. Is that what that means? I've never that's played right. That's I what I assume it means. It hmm. might mean that. I'm going to say, yeah, that's what it means, because who's going to tell me otherwise? Write in. Oh, at God. us. Tweet, <laughs> at tweet, me. Tweet us. Yeah. Actually, it means... Don't at me, bro. Is that... Oh, my God. I'm buying you a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's do you this. ready? Joker you time. now? Joker. Yeah. Jogger. Go for it. I have never seen a movie that moved me so much. No, anyway, <laughs> um, I did enjoy it. Definitely took a lot of cues from Taxi Driver, which I mm-hmm. kind of think is the better film. But and I enjoyed how they filmed it. It wasn't strictly like like a point A to point B narrative, I don't think, because... There definitely was some deviations from the narrative, obviously, because it's following a guy that's completely deranged. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and if you haven't caught it yet, just consider this a giant spoiler alert and turn us off until you see it, because I'm going to get in depth. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right. I wasn't going to get super in depth, so, uh, but uh, it's fine. Like major it. plot point that <clears throat> I didn't think they hit you over the head with which is something I appreciate. Like subtlety in movies is kind of hard to come by sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like most big blockbuster type movies really have to hit you over the head with things and like, oh, this is what happened. You're like, oh, okay. Right. I hate but, that in movies. Like when you see somebody put on like a bulletproof vest and then you see them get shot, but they're not dead. And then they have to make a point like him ripping off the shirt or her ripping off her <laughs> shirt. And then there's a vest underneath it just yeah. to remind you that like, Oh yeah, they're yeah like, they're like that. do you remember this vest that he had on? I fucking hate that. Like, yeah, yeah. I get it. I, I understand. I understand how it works. So that was what I felt like when I'm. He had his mid movie relationship. Because mm-hmm. uh, after things are, you know, obviously he's not doing very hot. He's mentally ill. He's taking like a bunch of different pills, but goes on a date. And ends up having a pretty good relationship with his neighbor lady who's super cute. But um, somebody I talked to complained that it wasn't like she her character wasn't super fleshed out. 
Right. And I was like, well, yeah, because he imagined the whole thing. Like none yeah. of that happened. So that's like, yeah, I don't oh, see I the need to. I mean, that's kind of like the whole point. And I think that it would have been. If they would have flushed it out. That would have been really hard to do. Um, yeah. But it made like, sense oh, hey. because, you know, like you're imagining how a person is. You don't have like a unless you're super crazy and you're really sinking into your delusions. But mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think he had the time to do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I mean, he because it was his fantasies and it's his fantasy. He's not going to be like, oh, what color do you like? Oh, I like purple. And then, you know, yeah. go in depth like he was looking for. He was imagining a relationship where there's yeah. somebody there. You kind of yeah. had a cue for that, the way he uh, tends to imagine things that early in the movie when he had fantasy about going on to um, the Murray Franklin show. Right. I mean, that was pretty um, run-of-the-mill, and it was obviously a fantasy, but, you know, it kind of showed you, like, this happens. Pay attention. Yeah, so. uh, but then with hitting you over with the head with details, when you discover that uh, that relationship was his imagination... And then it just walks you through all the different scenarios where you saw them together. Yeah. And then saw them not together. Like, hey, also this time when they were together, that's not that didn't. And And I was like, implied. Yeah, it could have been applied. Uh, Again, that was like the heavy, the the hitting you with it and be like, oh, yeah, this this happened or or this didn't happen. Like, I got it. I got it. It did remind me of uh, Travis Bickle and. Taxi driver in that specific scene, though, when he like holds his fingers up and he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I do, that's probably so, a good, like sh- faking like yeah, he's probably a, in the a head. callback to taxi yeah. driver." Oh, totally. This whole thing reminded me of taxi driver, and it's fine. Like even they're paying a little homage to it. It is, yeah, like a classic movie, right? And speaking of taxi driver, like people describe this movie as a crime drama, which I don't think i would apply that tag to it even though like crime does happen i think it's more of a character study of a man going insane yeah which is I, much I, like taxi driver like it's not an action movie <laughs> yeah no i don't think it'd be i mean i imagine a crime drama as like uh they're out you know either like robbing uh banks or they're plotting out uh you know some type of kidnapping or murder or yeah. something like that where yeah, it was yeah, more of just yeah. a study, and crime just kind of happened. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's definitely like if it followed the detectives in the movie, it would have been, or if Batman was somehow involved, but right, it was just straight up like this is <clears throat> what happens when somebody's so deranged and cut off and isolated. Like, you know, it's probably right. why it struck a nerve with people because that happens these days a lot, and that's kind of how it goes. Like they something snaps and they go and shoot people you know right so i think that aspect of it was kind of hard to watch because it shows you the process of somebody being so cut off and losing their shit like it's uncomfortable for people to watch because they don't want to think about it yeah i mean i can see that my i think my thoughts are um that everybody goes through like bad days and this just it's like, oh, hey, it's okay if you want to, like, if you ha- you think that you've had enough and, it, you, you know, you're going to go get a gun and start shooting. I don't think it's as that simple. Like, um, he obviously didn't, like, never told you what his mental problems were besides having the fit laughing fix. 
Mm-hmm. You find out like he was abused as a child and he suffered a major head trauma, which right. is something that um, it is actually a calling card, I guess, or a major trait for people that are spree killers or serial killers. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the big guys like have a, had incidents when they were kids where they have a major head trauma mm-hmm. and it, they don't know why. Like it has, there's a few things. Like if you listen to the last podcast on the left, they go into it a lot with some of their serial killer pods. Yeah. But, um, well, yeah. And like serial killers, uh, and they, there's a lot of different things that go on with them, like abuse, physical yeah. or mental, I mean, sexual. That's why that's kind of intriguing to me. Cause sometimes there is no, like they don't follow the paradigm and they can't like, Oh, he had all the five hits, so he's going to be a serial killer. Some people are outwardly right. fucking normal. And, and I think that's wrong. <laughs> I think that's kind of one of the reasons why I don't like the movie as a Joker origin story, because Joker is just supposed to be chaotic. Like he's not, there, there shouldn't be a reason that you can draw to and be like, this is the origin of yeah. why he's a crazy person. That's well, definitely like not canon for batman in general right. i think it was like a riff off of joker which is cool like if it is a if it's like a pre-movie for robert pattinson's batman i think they ought to follow it a little closer to the actual joker yeah but well, honestly if they, they do pattinson about... i think they'd have a bit different bad guy finally <laughs> so. yeah well they've talked about how it's not going to be a direct uh yeah. connection or prequel or anything that has to do with the Robert Pattinson, the Batman movie. Yeah. It's not like um, a universal tie in. Right. And even then, I mean, uh, you would say that he's probably what late thirties, early forties, mid forties in the movie. Um, and then Bruce yeah. is like 12. <laughs> so you, if you were to have that continuation and be like, oh, now he's going to fight the Joker and the Joker is, you know, fucking pushing retirement by the time that Batman puts on the cowl. <laughs> I quit so. pounding that old man's face in, man. <laughs> <laughs> right? Jesus Christ, he's in a walker. <laughs> be like, can't you see he's crazy? He's painted his face okay. and he can't stop laughing. Like, Just like put your arm around him and be like, all right, Grandpa, let's go back to the asylum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like in my day, I shot my. Um, yeah, Which I is don't know. Also I... Weird. Like I think if you just didn't put a whole lot of stock in the Batman universe in general, like it, it was definitely its own movie. Like yeah, I had the Waynes involved, but <clears throat> yeah, I, like, I don't think that it. If you changed the names, any and of that. joke? Yeah, if, if it was, if it was just a crazy person in a clown fucking suit. It could have been its own movie. I think, yeah, I think that it would have been able to stand on its own merits instead of having to, Oh, we're going to do a Joker movie, but we're totally not going to do the Joker. But what, what? Like, yeah. I get it. I think it was just kind of a, a call to, or a connection so that they had something that could be marketed towards. It might just be because it's like easier, like people identify with those characters. So, uh, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not tying into anything, but it's a spinoff, basically, of a a character we all know and love. So, right. I mean, I wouldn't go in expecting if you haven't seen it yet, just don't expect <laughs> a standard Batman-related movie. It's it's yeah, totally it's, its own thing, but it just has little 
tones. Like, I don't think him being Joker was the, the driving point, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that, that's the thing. Like, that's one of, I don't know. <clears throat> it was uh, definitely like a character study. Um, yeah, and it was a super. slow plotting, but there was no like, you know, you'll see headlines and be like, oh, the kingpin of crime or the clown of crime or the what the clown no, prince of no. crime. Blah, 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 like blah. The... Like, did you guys even watch the movie? Like, yeah. there's no, he's not plotting to do shit. Um, that's you that's know. just what comes from a lazy writer who wants to Google a headline. So. Yeah. Well, like, he ain't no print. Um, well, I mean, the entire subplot with the, the city going nuts in writing like that can be kind of applicable today too like this guy had no political leanings he just fucking shot these right. kids because they're kicking the shit out of him who are like douchebags on a train like these business guys who arguably mm-hmm. were assholes whether or not he should have shot them like you know who knows that's not the point but like he does this thing and the city's already in turmoil because of the conditions so they've just glommed onto a thing which is another point for the movie. He clearly didn't do this to start a movement. He was just, you know, got fired and he was wearing his clown outfit. And they attributed that action to like, oh, this guy's standing up for what we believe in. And he's like, he doesn't believe in shit. He's fucking nuts. Yeah, I mean, like the the mob mentality that takes over after seeing it and then kind of like direct or drawing their own conclusions through like the media and whoever else in the movie. It's almost like a meme, like meme culture. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it definitely was like meme culture. <laughs> we just, you know, oh, this fits like fucking copy paste. Right. But um, <clears throat> I think uh, it was kind of sad, too, because he as the Joker, he attributed that as people were uh, giving him the attention he always thought he deserved because he has been so cut off his whole life. Right. So he thinks people care and everyone else is just like, oh, he's a billboard. Mm-hmm. So it's like sad on that level. Like even then, they don't care about you like the way you want to be cared about. Right? Yeah, they're not listening to the the actual message that he has. They're kind of uh, just imprinting their message on him. Yeah, and I don't even think he even knew what his message was. Right. Well, and and that's, it kind of reminded me I, of a like Vonnegut. I've read a few of his essays, and he's mentioned before. How the destruction of the like core family over the few decades in America have mm-hmm. contributed to that kind of malaise. Mm. Um, like it made me think about that a little too. Like, like obviously he had very little contact with anyone, and no one really cared about him. And even right. his mom was fucking delusional. Yeah, she she was obsessed with other things. Yeah, he she had her own problems. <laughs> but yeah, right. overall, like. It's a good character study, and Joaquin Phoenix really broke my heart. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Joaquin did a really good job. I think that some of the camera work, like some of the cin- cinematography in it, was really well done. And then yeah, some of so it good. was like I would catch them doing a shot, and like why was that shot? Like they would hang on to something for like three or four seconds, or you know, I'm like why why was that there? Um, yeah. And then a few of that those other things we were talking about before, like. Oh, this is a girlfriend. Oh, it's not his girlfriend. See all these points where it yeah. wasn't his girlfriend. Yeah, you should have just left it. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm yeah. not. I'm not saying it was a perfect film or anything. I just I thought it was really. Good. That probably my favorite movie I've seen so far. But then again, I haven't seen Lighthouse yet. 
Uh huh. And if that's yeah, terrible, think, I'm gonna feel so fucking shitty. <laughs> I think I would. I don't know. I might have to watch it again just with like no. Now that I I know what the movie is, and maybe I won't be as critical. Yeah, I'm gonna go know, this weekend again with some friends that I haven't seen okay. it yet. So I mean, I second think, watch, you know. Yeah, I think uh, like right now, I think that I'd probably score it around like a six, like a five or six out of ten. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't really. <laughs> I don't know. I'm probably like a seven, seven. Really? And a half. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty okay. good. I mean, right. granted, Taxi Driver's like a nine for me. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And since we've covered that, I think mentioning Taxi Driver a few times kind of warrants addressing what Scorsese said. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Go ahead. Since everybody fucking is pissed off or whatever. <laughs> uh-huh. What did All Scorsese right. say? He equated Marvel flicks as not being cinema and mm-hmm. kind of, like, I guess... uh what did he do? He described him kind of like going to a theme park. Right. And I don't know because we haven't got into this because I tried talking to you about it. And you said, save it for the pod. So here I am. I did. I did <laughs> say. Now, it might have been construed as a negative comment. Mm-hmm. But to me, like there is a difference between like an art house movie and a Marvel flick. And that's not to be derogatory towards Marvel flicks. But, you know. You know what you're getting when you go see a Marvel flick. It's a popcorn movie. Right. But that's not to say it can't be good. Like, there are definitely bad popcorn movies. Like, I, I'm not a fan of Fast and the Furious or anything. But Marvel yeah. did a pretty remarkable job about constructing an entire universe around 10 years of movie making. Right. And Scorsese has also not watched Marvel yeah, and that's bad on him because you shouldn't bitch about something you don't have any experience with. <clears throat> right. I do kind of get the the comparison between a theme park and a Marvel movie, though, because, I mean, yeah, you're going for the ride. You're not going for the story, you know? You're right. not going well, to the, also, the theater. Know, Marvel, Marvel is owned by Disney, so I could kind of see theme park thrown in there. Yeah, I mean, you know? It, it, uh, they are kind of like the modern equivalent of a theme park. You can't go to Disneyland, go watch, right. you know, America's ass kick some butt. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that um, there's just different levels of, you know, and types of movies. Yeah. Not everybody can be making like a raging bull or taxi driver, you know, yeah. s- s- you know, something mm-hmm. that's just nor should uh, like, it, like you, once you get done watching it, you're like, fuck, I need to take a take a second and think about or digest everything that I just saw, you know? Yeah. Um, so what if it's not, um, like, people uh, have gone and seen Endgame and have cried. So if you want to say that, like, it doesn't have an impact on people or that it's just a popcorn flick, you're, you're missing, like, a, a major demographic that goes and sees it. Um, and that actually affects them. And then, uh, you know, they're talking about Endgame still, and, uh, oh, there's this fan theory and that fan theory. Um, yeah. And for somebody who has never seen it and hasn't seen, like, the, the different complexities in the script, yeah. that uh, there's callbacks 
to the first movie in the tenth movie. Uh, I mean, that's there's there's some depth to the Marvel movies. Yeah, okay, Um, they're exciting and there's loud noises and big explosions and stuff like that. (laughs) But there's still character development if you take, uh, you know, if you just take the big two. If you have Captain America and Iron Man, they both start out at one point um, uh, of their persona and they evolve throughout those 10 years. Um, so if you like did like a study on that, you'd be like, oh, wow, this, this is actually really good cinema because it's written well. There's a character dynamic. It's, you know, it might not all be in one movie where he has mental issues and then wants to, or thinks he's in love with, you know, Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer or somebody. Um, <laughs> But it's 10 years of somebody being super devoted to uh, America and everything. And then later on, he's like, um, maybe this isn't the right way. And then he goes and tells like the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff or, or whoever he was. He's like, oh, you just lost your best adventure and we're here to help. And if you don't, you know, if you get in our way, we're going to go through you. Like, that was Captain America talking to the United States government going, fuck you, bro. I'm going to do what yeah. I want. I think that's half the problem is like it was such a massive, massive storyline. Like um if you I caught most of them. I think I haven't seen the Spider Man's, but there definitely was like character progression throughout the whole thing. So yeah. like I mean I called it a popcorn movie, but Yeah. I mean well, you're I was not wrong. I'm not I'm not condemning no. that. I, yeah, definitely a popcorn I'm, movie. But I'm also not it's... yeah, I'm not denigrating it because <clears> I'm like uh, it's just a popcorn movie, like it's definitely a popcorn movie, but it's also yeah. got like definite character progression if you pay attention throughout the thing. But right, I mean, it's almost like a fucking like a TV series worth the story over ten years mm-hmm. of major movie. Like, like it's like, there's there's literally nothing you can compare it to because it's its own thing. Right. Uh, I mean, the uh, the closest thing could probably be like, well, it might be Star Trek movies. Or yeah. Bond movies, mm, but no, but I wouldn't say Bond. Like, yeah, that, that's a series. But James Bond is James Bond is James Bond. <laughs> the true, true. Yeah, I mean, this is just an ever-evolving, you know, just massive world that they've built. Yeah, I mean, clearly there've been other series where there's, obviously, there's more movies than in Marvel, but they don't. Nobody's ever done this where they connect them. Like, exactly. James Bond, arguably, each fucking movie could be its own thing. Like, you don't right. know if that's the same guy. Like, technically, it's you got Sean Connery's Bond versus mm-hmm. Daniel Craig's Bond. And even those aren't as intricately connected as uh, Marvel movies have been. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I was just thinking in like uh, the uh, like a world itself. Yeah. But yeah, uh, there's no the Bond movies, at least. The older ones, the newer ones with the Daniel Craig era, they're a little more interconnected and they have like a, yeah. a actual linear story going. Um, so, uh, but even then, like, I don't even think then James it, Bond really evolved. Like, I know those movies are more connected than usual, but <clears throat> he's still just a grumpy fucking killer. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I do I, love I, James Bond. I'm not shitting on that either i'm just saying like right you look at captain america 10 years yeah i i think that i think that they started trying to 
uh, have a narrative for James Bond because um, he kind of started out where uh, he he met a girl and he was like, oh, I love this girl. I'm gonna quit. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the service and blah blah blah. And then he finds out that he was basically getting played. And then yeah. you know, and in my opinion, it's not the best of reasons. Just go out and be like a womanizer after that. But that <laughs> right. I, I oh. mean, he's not like, oh, I got my heart broke once. Now I'm just going to treat women like trash. Like, no, that, that shouldn't be how it is. But nah. I think that that's what they were trying to attribute his kind of callousness and, uh, you know, the, the way that he treats relationships after that. He's like, oh, I got burned and I never want to be burned again. So, <laughs> but then I think that over uh, those movies, they've kind of gotten away uh, from the narrative of who James Bond is, um, as far like in compared to like Captain America and Tony Stark, and how you yeah. know how they've grown and and evolved as characters. Or you know, you take the Friday the Thirteenth and just watch uh, Jason's character evolution, <laughs> <laughs> right? And then he somehow oh, ends up in space. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you consider how. Um, decomposed he gets maybe that's like an allegory <laughs> maybe, yeah maybe yeah he's just falling he starts falling apart continues to fall apart as a person <laughs> but yeah I think that you know Martin Scorsese he should go ahead and go buy that Blu-ray box set that's coming out for all the Marvel movies and he should just you know what just sit down and watch them and then yeah. come and talk yeah, yeah. Martin Scorsese, not... he can at me. He he can at me. He's like, oh, at Metal Ginger. I took your advice, and I watched the Blu-rays, and I have to say, yeah, like, give me that. Do that. Um, on the flip side of all this, I'm not sure why anyone should give a fuck, like, so he doesn't like them. Right. <laughs> like, does this and change, like, the fact you know, that you do? What What's the Simpsons meme with his grand, his granddad? It's like, oh, old man yells at Sky or whatever. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, cool. Okay, old man, you got like, what, three more movies in you? And then you're probably going to leave. So yeah. there's a new generation of movies coming. And you mean, he has made some of my favorite flicks, but. Yeah, I mean, I just, he makes I'm shocked made that his movies. opinion. Yeah, I'm just surprised his opinion has wrestled yeah. so many Jimmies. So. Wrestled so many Jimmies. Like, yeah, but then maybe, it's like, okay, cool. Like, you know, that's kind of low hanging fruit. I think there's a lot of other good movies out there that would be, uh, I'm sure that he would consider cinema. I don't know why. He or And then there's other movies that he probably doesn't. Why does he have to call out Marvel? Because yeah, Marvel's a, you know, a powerhouse right now making so much money. Oh, yeah. Like the content. Like, you're not stopping this train, dude. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, Disney's going to be like, you know what? You're right. We're going to pack it up. And I'm sure he probably didn't assume that his opinion was going to shut it down either. He probably just said his thoughts, which he ought to like watch the thing. Like I've, I've got thoughts on a lot of movies that I don't like, but I've fucking watched them. Right. I mean, I was good. I, I was like, Joker's going to suck, but guess what I did? I went and watched that movie. Yeah. And you were somewhat surprised. I think. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I just, I'm a better man than Martin Scorsese. I think that's what it is. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> that's a hot take. That's oh, going to go shit. all over the internets. Like, oh, this, this triple M pod is spitting truth. 
<laughs> Go ahead and yeah. at me. Scorsese. Our, we'll talk. Our, our Instagram <laughs> is going to be a light with Scorsese fans. <laughs> Just fill bops like, with <laughs> like scarves and God. monocles. <laughs> I dare say, sir. Somebody on a Reddit thread did say something about how funny it'd be if uh, like Igmar Bergman was alive still. <laughs> or, uh, oh, man. Oh, fuck. Like uh, Tarkovsky or any of those other like big hitter mm-hmm. old classic filmmakers. But yeah, a lot of those dudes are just outright assholes too. So, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> fuck these movies. It's not what a movie is. I'm like, yeah, all right, dude. <laughs> well, that, and you know, I think that. Can you imagine Orson Welles on Twitter? <laughs> God, that's what I, that that's who I was just thinking. Uh, fucking Orson Welles being like, "Ugh, these Marvel yeah. movies." Well, he'd be like, "Ugh, these Marvel movies." But wasn't he in Orson Welles was in Transformers, so he has no room to talk. He was. Yeah. Oh well. I mean, Pretty he had sure. that that super shitty wine commercial. <laughs> <laughs> and if you haven't uh, seen that, you gotta look it up. Oh, it's bad. He is blatantly drunk on maybe the wine he's trying to sell, but it's bad. (laughs) (laughs) I think he, there was a point in time when wasn't he just always intoxicated? Oh yeah. Like he had a pretty rough go after citizen Kane. Like uh, that movie was roughly about a pretty heavy hitter in Hollywood. His movie Mm -hmm. wasn't the friendliest to him and like everyone knew it was about him. So like that really, uh, like it is one of the best movies made, period. Right. But it oh yeah. Definitely had an effect on the rest of his life when this guy's like, you know, I have I'm rich beyond my wildest dreams, and fuck this guy. Like, <laughs> like hell hath no fury like an angry white rich guy. So <laughs> he uh he was he voiced Unicron in the original animated Transformers movie. Fuck yeah. 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 <laughs> so he he can't talk. He was he was in a Transformers movie. Yeah, but that was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. So are the got, Marvel movies. <laughs> it wasn't Michael Bay, man. That's what <laughs> I, I was like, I thought he was dead. <laughs> yeah, you're like, what? He was in what? Holy shit. No, no the original, like, the good, good one. No, I the can't knock him in. cry as a kid. When See, that, that was cinema. Yeah, yes. Cinema. It, ev- it evoked something in you. <laughs> right. Um, I cried like a little baby. Because I was. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Shit. I bawled my eyes out to goddamn uh, Littlefoot's mom dying. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. Man I remember that, that, too. I'd oh. still probably cry. That shit was heavy. Yeah, it was. That was... It, fuck, Cartoons dude. of the 80s would mess you up. Oh, we should fuck. have a whole podcast about messed up 80s. I am absolutely for this. <laughs> yep, we should do that. Messed up 80s childhood movies. We should just do a series because we can do uh, 80s childhood movies, 80s horror movies. Like, let's talk near dark, buddy. Yeah. You've yeah. seen that, right? Well, you're not a I'm horror not, buff, though. Near I'm not, dark. I'm not really, yeah. I'm not a hey. big horror guy. I think you'd appreciate near dark. Near dark. Okay. Bill Paxton. And, uh, yeah, Bill Paxton's <laughs> in it with um, uh, Lance Hendrickson. Oh, man. Yeah, he plays like a fucking, like they're a traveling vampire family. But yeah, it's one of my favorite 80s movies. That and Lost Boys. Right. Yeah, Lost Boys. Like, fuck. 80s movies in general. I could talk about th- that for fucking hours. They're supposed to be remaking Lost 
Didn't they already? I want to say they did. Um, I'm not sure if I care enough to look it up because I'm sure it was shit. I'm pretty sure that there's like five Lost Boy. (laughs) As long as Corey Feldman's involved. (laughs) No, there's two sequels. Uh, Lost Boys of Tribe and Lost Boys Thirst. I think I watched the Thirst one night and it was terrible. Well, um, Corey Feldman was in it. Yeah. Yeah, no. That guy wouldn't do it, dude. Like, just but, stick with the old one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're supposed to be doing a, a, a remake. Nah, don't do it, I say. That'd be like if they came out and were like, oh, we're going to do Stand By Me again. Like, fuck off. Immediately fuck off. Well, they were talking about redoing um, Princess Bride. Yeah, I remember seeing that in the backlash. I was like, don't touch it. Massive, like everybody was like, "Don't you dare!" It's kind of like after uh, George Lucas like did his own new thing with the Star Wars movies, and Spielberg was like, "Maybe I should do that to Indiana Jones," and I was like, "Fuck no!" <laughs> and then he did, and it was terrible. No, he like he didn't go back and re-alter the old ones. He just made a new shitty one. Oh, oh, redid them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. doing like a full blown. CGI redo of the old classic Ugh. ones. I'm like, you don't need to. Like, leave it alone. Yeah, it's just don't touch it. No touchy. Yeah, Jesus Christ. There's some things you don't need to touch. I don't think they needed to touch Star Wars. Yeah, no, they didn't. Okay. I still have the VHS copies of the unedited ones because you can't find them on DVD still. Like, shit. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Uh, Ugh. Uh, 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 so, We're turning so, into those old men. This isn't uh, cinema. This is not cinema. Like, uh, C-3PO didn't have a red arm, you fucking plebeian. <laughs> but apparently there's a reason why he had a red arm. Yeah, dog. He was like fisting a fucking Yeti or something, whatever. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, yeah. What is that monster on Hoth? <laughs> Uh, no, he, he, uh, was his, I think it was, it was in the comics, his, somebody, some other, uh, robot, uh, robot, uh, saved his life and then ended up dying in the process. Wait a goddamn minute. You're telling me they're going to take that from the comic books, but they're going to completely retcon years of fucking worlds building in the novels. Yeah. 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 That's what they're doing. J.J. Um, fucking Abrams. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not J.J. Abrams. It's more Marvel and uh, Disney. Disney. Yeah. Don't lump those because together. The, They're going to add us for sure. Yeah, the 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 expanded universe uh, is now the whatever it is. Uh, Legends. It's Star Wars Legends. And then the new canon is the new stuff that's coming out. And there's the comics that are coming out with Marvel. Um, that are now canon. And I think that, I mean, there's still, there's new books and everything that are coming out too, like novels, but uh, oh. yeah, the new Marvel comic, the new star Wars Marvel comics are canon. Oh, well, I'd rather mm-hmm. have the old novels, but whatever. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'll probably get hate on this, but there's so many. There like people just went crazy in the old novel. Like you got Star Killer pulling down a friggin' ship in the sky. You Fuck got yeah. 
you tell me you don't, don't want to see that? I mean, that's great, but at the same time, it's like, bro, like you need to scale it back a little. Nah. <laughs> like you can't just have some wholly omnipotent person uh, running around and because oh, everybody, okay. everybody's like, oh, here's the thing, like, Superman like, running around. <laughs> here's the thing. Let's we should start a poll on the Facebook page once we get it running. <laughs> Would uh-huh. you rather have Star Killer or you know? Hot topic: Skywalker, Kylo Ren. Like, which one would you rather see? Like, somebody <laughs> yanking down a goddamn spaceship, or my parents don't understand me. I stab my daddy. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure I already know what everybody's gonna go for, but yeah, man, Star Killer. <laughs> but like, it doesn't does it make the universe better? Now, I'm not I'm not saying that Kylo Ren is better, but yeah. I'm going to say know. yes. It does make it better. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. That's fine. Okay. I win. Don't put that. Can't just claim winning. <laughs> we haven't even had the poll yet, man. Yeah. Well, where you go? I, I already, we don't need to now. I won. Yeah, just leave it in the mystery. <laughs> I'm just going to um, chalk that on my list and you'll chalk that on your list and we'll just forget yeah. it happened. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Do we got anything else? I'm gonna the, the <clears> last <throat> of the three M's, the triple M's. Um, my battle vest is almost done, actually. Oh yeah, I got a few more patches with some like album, like style patches. I got Abbott. I got Ka- Calcadian Brood, or um, I got a Death Leprosy. I'm gonna put that on there. I see you more. Um. I had to have the wife help me with a couple of the bigger ones because she didn't trust me with the sewing machines. <laughs> right, right. As uh, she probably shouldn't have because I would have killed that fucker. Are you um are you gonna like drag it through the dirt and get it all gringy? Nah, I think I'll just do that myself when I go to okay. a show sometime. Whenever yeah. there's some metal shows up in this fucking corner of the world. There's metal shows all the time there. Yeah, and I always seem to miss them because they're on weekdays. Yeah, that's true. Until like the money starts pouring in for the pod, I can't go to weekdays. All shows. right, right. So, <laughs> yep. Start a friends. Patreon. Yep. Tell your friends we need money for metal tickets. Yeah, dog. Like if I can yeah. live off the pod, I can do everything. <laughs> yeah, we can. I'll go pod. so you don't have to. Podcast so much more better, more better. Just cover my battle jacket with my own blood after I get sucked into a mosh pit. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'll I'll do that for you. This is what yep. I can offer. <laughs> uh, did you see that uh, banger TV? They they did a review on that um, battle vest book. Ah, I didn't even know there was one. I am not in the loop. Yeah, it was it was basically just chronicling like just vests. It just had a whole bunch of vests and a big portfolio book just pictures oh, wow. of them um and uh, coffee uh, table book i am yeah it's like a by. coffee table book yeah and it's just called best what <clears throat> um I'll, I'll have to get it to you after uh the episode i think yeah, yeah. we'll share it to the facebook which we yeah. need to you know polish up yeah we need to start working to unless we do... one of our three listeners wants to make a facebook group <laughs> I will autograph anything. 
a lot of um, crap something and send it to you. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, because I have that kind of fame. Or is it uh, Defenders of the Faith? Is what Hell it is. yeah. Yeah, Defenders of the Faith. And it's, uh, yeah, it's basically just kind of like a coffee table uh, metal vest patch vest hmm. book. I am for this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you got anything else? Let's go ahead and uh, I think we'll bring this one uh, to a close here. Yeah, unless you got something, I am done. Uh, yeah, I don't think I have anything actually. Uh, yeah, that's about it for uh, yeah for me. So go ahead and follow us on Triple M Podcast at Triple M Podcast. We're also on Twitter. Um, I think we're what I don't even remember what our trip Twitter is. It's like. Ugh. Yeah, I'll have to get back on that. We'll we'll update Twitter next episode. Yeah, we, yeah, we'll get more Twitters. Uh, we're on Facebook, Triple M Podcast. Um, I am Metal Ginger on uh, on Instagram. He doesn't have Instagram. Yeah, I got Reddit. Like, yeah, you don't follow people on Reddit. Yeah, message him on Reddit. Six 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 sloth. There you go. Um. And uh, until the next time, uh, stay metal. Stay metal. All right. See you. And- a little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by true car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill. Plus, take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed and together we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.